This episode is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Introducing DirecTV Stream, the best of live TV and on demand, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. So whether you want to catch the game live or watch the latest blockbuster, they've got you covered. And there's no annual contract. DirecTV Stream. Get your TV together at directtv.com. Requires high-speed internet and compatible device. Content varies by package and location. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Cox Home Life. Cox helps make your home smarter. And now you can pull up your Home Life cameras on your TV with your Contour voice remote and some simple voice commands. To learn more, visit cox.com slash thisishome. All right. Who you sleep with is your business. But I'll tell you what, if you go to bed with your phone, you're shorting yourself out of some quality shut-eye and keeping your brain on overdrive, which can leave you feeling confused, grouchy, and fatigued, even after a full night of sleep. So how can we sleep better? That's what we're talking about here today on Simply Sun. want to live well, do good, be happy. But how do we do that in the middle of our regular routine of kids complaining and laundry to fold? How do we live well, do good, be happy with big jobs and full lives? Well, I'm Polly Campbell, and that's what we'll talk about here on Simply Said. This is Polly Campbell. Thanks for joining me. How are you doing today? How is your week going? I've got to tell you, I am feeling fabulous. We just got back from vacay and I feel so rested. They had those blackout curtains in the room we were staying in so that uh, it didn't matter how bright and sunny it was outside. The room was dark and quiet. I slept in, I caught up, I relaxed during the day and I feel so much better. I feel mentally clearer. I feel less stressed. I'm able to focus and concentrate better. And I'm more patient, which means I'm not flipping out at everything that happens around here. The quality of our sleep and how rested we are makes such a difference in how we feel and operate really throughout every area of our life. And yet, Research tells us that most of us aren't getting the sleep we need, and rarely do we get the rest we need throughout the day. We don't take breaks. Americans in particular are not good about even taking their vacation days. When we don't get the sleep we need, it affects our immune function, it affects the way we concentrate and focus, our productivity at work, our moods. And really, the quality of our life, it changes how we feel about everything we do. But how much sleep do we really need to feel good and be more successful in our lives? According to a massive 44,000-person study, that's a big one, conducted by the Brain and Mind Institute at Western University in Canada, we need seven to eight hours of sleep. 
Lack of sleep, less than seven hours, is detrimental to our health. Too much sleep also holds us back. We tend to feel groggy and slow, and we also have a challenge focusing and paying attention to things. Yet very few people I know are getting too much sleep. Most of us aren't getting the seven hours we need or the eight. Some of us need even a little more. I honestly don't think I've had a good night's sleep since my daughter was born 13 years ago. And hello, perimenopause, my sleep quality is not getting any better. But I felt such a difference over vacation when I could really put in place the steps I needed to get a good night's sleep. I didn't have to be hurrying out the door in the morning. I wasn't weighted down with stresses in my mind. And it made me think about how I need to create my own sleep schedule at home, how I need to make my own sleep here during the course of my daily life a priority. And I think you should too, because what I've learned is that sleep sets us up for success or failure. You can see this happening if you've ever been around a child uh, or a coworker for that matter who hasn't slept enough, you know how that sets up an avalanche of bad behavior. They tend to make more mistakes in their work or chores. They're fussier, grouchier. They don't relate or connect as well. And they don't feel physically well. They're the ones who might flip out or get angry and come back later and say, I'm sorry, I'm just really tired today. The truth is, if you want to live a long life, and not just a long one, but if you want to enjoy the life you're living and have it be filled with good health and relationships, good energy, you've got to give your body and your brain time to reboot. And sleep is the way we do that. With too little sleep, we gain weight. I bet that caught your attention, right? When we don't get enough sleep, we tend to snack more often during the day and we make poorer decisions because we just don't have the mental energy to weigh our options. So if you're not sleeping enough, you're going to snack more, but you're also going to lean toward fast food because you don't feel like cooking a meal or the quick snacks instead of preparing a healthy snack to take with you. We also have problems focusing and remembering the things we need to know at work. We're more likely to make mistakes, miss appointments, and we're more likely to have headaches or migraines and other aches and pains. People who don't get the required seven or eight hours of sleep a day also are more susceptible to colds and flus and other sicknesses because with lack of sleep, our immune systems don't have a chance to reboot. They're weaker and compromised, so you get sick more often. This makes sense, right? When you get a cold, what's the number one thing we're supposed to do besides eat chicken noodle soup? We're supposed to rest because our bodies need the energy to fight off the infection. Sleep really impacts every aspect, every tissue of our body. It affects our heart and blood pressure, changes our breathing rate, can contribute to mental health or mental illness. People who regularly don't get enough sleep are more prone to depression. And it helps us to learn while we rest, our brains are internalizing the knowledge and insights and experiences we've had the previous day and deciding what to keep and what to hold in our memory and, and processing those things we need to know going forward. So when we sleep better, when we sleep an adequate amount, 
we also retain the information we need to be more successful at work and in life. But I'm pretty sure I don't have to tell you about the benefits of sleep. Anyone over the age of, you know, 18 knows that sleep just feels good. We function better when we are well rested. I think the biggest challenge is for those of us living full lives, which is everyone I know, is getting enough of it. You know, we have limited time in a day. And if we're raising families or working full jobs or volunteering in the community, um, connecting with friends or managing a household, something has to go. We can't do it all. And often it affects our sleep. Often it's sleep. We go to bed late and get up early to fit it all in. What I'm suggesting today is if you make sleep a priority, you will be more productive and more engaged. You will have more quality to give the other things that you value in your life and you'll feel better doing it. Your health will be better. You'll have more energy and you'll create a greater quality of life than we can when we're not sleeping enough. How the heck do we do this? How do we get more sleep, better quality sleep, so that we can feel better in our day. I mean, there are a lot of barriers to our sleep, aside from our values and, and other priorities and challenges and responsibilities we have in our lives. We've also got technology. We are plugged in all the time. We're drinking too much coffee or eating sugary foods or having a cocktail too close to bedtime. We've got a lot of stress. You might wind down and crawl into bed and still have your mind awake and connected long after the lights go out. So there are a lot of barriers to sleep and to getting good quality sleep. And that's why I think one of the first things we ought to do is develop our own sleep schedule. Did you ever do this with your kids? A set of rituals or behaviors that we started long before it was time for them to go to bed to get them in the frame of mind. Maybe you started brushing their teeth and then getting the pajamas on and reading a bedtime story. Whatever it was, getting their body and their brain in line and primed for sleep. I think we need to do it the same way for ourselves. I think we need to give ourselves a sleep schedule, a set of rituals to help us relax and unwind as we near the end of our day so that when we do crawl in bed, we're able to drift off into good quality sleep and wake up feeling refreshed. We need to develop a routine that supports this, right? So what's your sleep schedule going to be? What kind of behaviors or rituals can we adopt that are going to help us help us maximize our sleep? That's really what it is. I don't want to crawl into bed and lay there for an hour and a half thinking about all that I've going on the next day. I want to crawl into bed, go to sleep immediately so I get the full eight hours or seven hours that I need. How can we do that? Well, some of this begins long before you head to the bedroom. About an hour, hour and a half before bed, start to turn down the lights in your house or in your rooms. When darkness falls, dim the lights in the house. Our bodies are sensitive to the natural day and night light patterns called circadian rhythms. When the sun rises, that helps us wake up and become more alert. When darkness falls, our bodies are infused with melatonin, which makes us more sleepy. Take advantage of those natural cycles. As the evening comes on, dim the lights around your living spaces. Keep things darker at night. Use the natural light to help you get a more restful kind of sleep. 
Before you go to bed, particularly if you're a nighttime snacker, nibble on a few crackers and a slice of cheese or another small protein carb combo snack, but do it two hours before bed. Don't None of this late night eating, right? That keeps us awake and can even be hard on our digestion. I know if I eat too late at night, I have crazy weirdo dreams. <laughs> so don't be that, right? If you're going to snack, if you like to have a snack before bedtime, pick something that is going to help you relax and lay off the caffeine and alcohol in the evening hours as well, because both of those things keep us awake at night. Finally, when you do go to the bedroom, now sleep experts will tell you that the only thing you ought to be doing in bed is sleeping and uh, you know what, but leave your devices out in the kitchen. There's no room for them in the bedroom at all. The blue light from the devices keep our brains on high alert. And also the stimulus from the fast moving screens and the things we're watching and reading online activate our brains. They put us prone to overload and make it hard for us to settle down, particularly if you're reading news stories right before bed and there's a lot of negativity that'll also amp up your stress. So keep the devices out of the bedroom. Instead, get an old timer, you know, clock radio with your alarm. Turn off the devices, leave them in the kitchen when you go in the bedroom. And that'll help you settle into sleep and also release some of the negative uh, stresses and thoughts you might be having when you do start to relax. You can also choose a relaxing activity like meditation or a hot bath or deep breathing exercise. You could do expressive writing in a journal where we really release the emotions of the day. Anything that lets you release that stress so you don't have to take it to bed with you. Recently, I'm working on a a magazine piece and I began looking at autonomous sensory meridian response, ASMR, which for some can lead to a deep state of relaxation. ASMR is what you listen to audios or, or watch YouTube videos of whispered words or crinkly sound or things that trigger a state of deep relaxation. The painter Bob Ross, remember his shows on uh, public TV, his painting, he was a painter, and the the sound of the brushes going over the canvas or the sound of his voice, that can even cause ASMR response in many people. And those who have this say they get kind of tingles in their brain, that it, it kind of a fuzzy feeling that helps them relax. That might be something you look into. ASMR can help relax people by helping them to disconnect from the ruminating thoughts in their mind. You know, really insomnia is a result of our inability to distance ourselves from our worries and thoughts. ASMR, meditation, uh, mindfulness, expressive writing, those can be some ways to release those ruminating thoughts before you go to bed. You might also want to check out some supplements like melatonin herbs, aromatherapy like lavender. Uh, There's a lot of evidence that says things like this can help you sleep better. I'm not going to endorse any of this or go into it now, but if you are having sleep issues, it's worth checking into some of these natural remedies and talking to your daughter or naturopathic physician about ways you can use these approaches to get better sleep and more restful sleep. And finally, if you're feeling tired during the day, take a nap. 
Now, I am not a napper. My husband is a big napper. I just, uh, I get tired in the afternoon, but when I go in there, I just, I toss and turn and I think about all I want to get done. And I just, I'd be happy if I never had to sleep. But I recently did an informal poll and asked people in my friend group and on my newsletter how they felt about naps. Did they like them? Did they find benefit? I was astounded. The vast majority of people love their naps. In fact, they more than love their nap. They were adamant that napping is a huge part of their life, an important way uh, to stay grounded and healthy. A lot of them take 20 minute naps to an hour and research says that that is about the optimal time, any more than an hour in the afternoon and we'll wake up feeling groggy and may not sleep well at night. But if you're not getting good sleep at night and you're feeling wiped out and worn out during the day, take a 20 minute to an hour long power nap and you're bound to feel better and more productive as the day goes on. And my husband is going to be so happy when he hears me endorsing nap time. And that brings us to the Simply Start segment where we talk about how to get started with these practices so that you can increase the benefits in your own life. And today we're talking about better sleep quality. So how can you start? What makes sense? What would help you get more restful sleep? It takes me a long time to calm down from the day and when I go to bed and I have to get up very early. So I start my bedtime routine really early. I get my pajamas on as soon as I can and will wash my face and brush my teeth. And I spend a couple of hours just priming my body to unwind and rest and relax. So I go through stages. I don't eat late at night. I try to eat dinner fairly early too. And um, I don't have any caffeine. I'll go get my pajamas on. I may crawl in bed and do some journaling or read my book. And I do this as early as I can so that by the time I turn off my light at 10 o'clock, I am ready to sleep. So simply start. What is your sleep schedule going to be like? What are you going to include in your sleep routine? Will you start turning off the lights around 9 o'clock? Start dimming the lights in your house? Will you leave your device in the kitchen? Pick one thing that you can do today to change your sleep routine for the better and get started. Try it for couple of weeks and see if you feel any benefits, if you're getting a more restful sleep or able to calm down earlier. It takes a little time to establish these new habits, but I'll tell you what, my sleep routine has helped me feel more rested and that's a big perk for the rest of my life. And that brings us to the Simply Nifty segment where I talk about a favorite practice or item or book or way to use the stuff in my life. And I love this one. It reminds me of the Beatles song, Here Comes the Sun. And that is wake up with the sun. Play to the natural light in your life. We talk about creating uh, a sleep routine that involves dimming the lights as the night comes on. When you wake up, expose yourself to bright lights. Stick your head out on the deck and and soak up the sunshine or move into a place where there's bright lighting as soon as you get out of bed. When we can use the natural rhythms of light and dark, not only will we get a more restful sleep, but we'll be more alert and more engaged faster and easier when we step into the light upon waking. You know, I I really like this kind of stuff because it's an easy tweak 
to expose yourself to the morning sunlight and become more alert and allow the darkness to come into your home to help you sleep. To me, it seems like a, a very natural remedy to sleep problems that we all have. And you can learn more about it on verywellhealth.com. There's an article by Dr. Brandon Peters that I think is simply nifty. And it's about exposing yourself to morning sunlight for better sleep. So check it out. That's our Simply Nifty on verywellhealth.com, an article by Dr. Brandon Peters called Expose Yourself to Morning Sunlight for Better Sleep. And I think playing with these natural light and dark rhythms makes all the difference. So give it a go. See how it works for you. If you have any comments or ideas or tricks and tools that you use to get better sleep and feel more rested, I'd love to hear them. You can track me down at www.imperfectspirituality.com or tweet me at plcampbell. I'd love to hear from you. Thank you for listening to Simply Said. If you like what you hear, please subscribe and please let others know about what we're doing over here on Polly Campbell Simply Said. And I hope you get good rest this week and feel great going forward. So have a great week. Now let's go live well, do good, and be happy. Mm -hmm.